In this bulletin, the federal government to provide an additional $120 million for First Nations health services. EU leaders have announced a new wave of sanctions on Russia and in sport, Arsenal advances to the WECL quarterfinals despite a loss to Lyon. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, good afternoon, I'm Peggy Giacomelos. The federal government will provide First Nations health services with a $120 million boost in an effort to increase Indigenous infrastructure. The funding will be spread across 52 new projects in the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander community-controlled health sector with a focus on the clinics, staff housing and overall capacity. The Closing the Gap Joint Council is meeting in Sydney today to announce the funding as part of an initiative to deliver culturally safe care across Australia. A further $20 million of funding is also expected early next year. The European Union have slapped Russia with a series of new sanctions in the closing hours of a summit in Brussels. EU leaders have come to an agreement on a package of sanctions which will blacklist nearly 200 additional people as well as block investment in Russia's mining industry in response to their continued invasion of Ukraine. These sanctions come after an earlier announcement in the summit pledging an additional €18 billion in financing for Ukraine. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressed the leaders via video link, thanking them for their ongoing support. I want to thank you for your sanctions steps over the past six months, for the package of financial support to our country next year in the amount of 18 billion euros, which now can be finally approved at the leadership level. This is vital. The Albanese government has scrapped a rule requiring local councils to hold citizenship ceremonies on Australia Day due to operational reasons. Today's changes have repealed rules introduced by former Prime Minister Scott Morrison in 2019, which he claimed would stop councils from playing politics with Australia Day. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles revealed that Labor will now allow local councils to hold ceremonies three days before or after the 26th of January in what was described as a pragmatic decision to make processing more efficient. Migrant and Indigenous women are overrepresented among more than 900 cervical cancer diagnoses each year. Screening is now offered at five-year intervals with a newer self-screening option. But screening rates have fallen during the COVID-19 pandemic and the Cancer Council's Professor Karen Canfell is calling on all women who are due to get checked. The earlier that precancer or cancer is detected, the more and less invasive treatment options will be available to you. We do now achieve, on average, relatively high survival for cervical cancer in Australia of about 75% at five years overall. So that's obviously higher than some cancers. In fact, the cervical cancer death rate has fallen by half since Australia's National Cervical Cancer Screening Program was introduced in 1991. Professor Canfell says Australia is now a global leader in the detection and treatment of cervical cancer. 
In other overseas news, US President Joe Biden has announced he would support the African Union, joining the G20 group of large economies as a permanent member. The move is part of Washington's efforts to reinvigorate ties with the region that has taken a back seat to other priorities in recent years. African leaders from 49 countries and the African Union have gathered this week in Washington for a three-day summit that began on Tuesday with a focus on climate change, food security trade partnerships and other issues. President Biden says the US is looking to increase collaboration in all areas. Africa belongs to the table in every room, in every room where global challenges are being discussed. That's why I announced in September at the United Nations General Assembly that the United States fully supports reforming the UN Security Council to include permanent representation for Africa. And today I'm also calling for the African Union to join the G20 as a permanent member of the G20. Let's go to sport now. And Arsenal have advanced to the quarterfinals of the Women's European Champions League despite a 1-0 defeat to Lyon at their home ground, the Emirates Stadium. The Gunners, who feature the Matildas Caitlin Ford and Steph Catley, were defeated after teammate Frida Manham scored an own goal in the first half. In what could be bad news for their quarterfinals hopes, Arsenal's forward Vivian Medema suffered what appeared to be a serious knee injury shortly before half-time. That's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. And if you haven't done so already, remember to check out our suite of podcasts, including SBS News In-Depth, Change Agents and On The Money. 